listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, I learned the game from William Wesley. You can never check me. Back to back for them niggas that didn't get the message. Back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan 9697. Whoa. Very important and very pretentious. When I look back at them, I'm glad I gave this attention. Yeah, but it's weighing heavy on my, my conscience. conscience. Yeah, fuck you, left the boy no options. I want to see my niggas go insane. You going to make me step out of my fucking frame. You going to make... What, what'd you say again? Oh, Mm-mm. you gonna make me buy bottles of Charlemagne. You gonna make me go out of my fucking way. I waited four days, nigga, where y'all at? I drove here in the rap playing AR app. I'm not sure what it is that really made y'all mad, but I guess this is what I gotta do to make y'all rap. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on, uh, Monday 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 let's get right into it this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search for us leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the show on saturday as long as we like them uh if you uh don't want to do that and you can't be bothered then just means you're a freeloader and you're you're a jerk that's all um but uh for the rest of you guys that we like we appreciate those five star reviews guys mm-hmm. if you want to get on the like list it's pretty easy leave us a five star review it's that easy um the official weapon of the show is the an unofficial sport bullet ball. at bullet ball extreme and today is 343 days that bobby schmurter has been locked up in jail without trial um which is sad uh all right man we got plenty of stuff to talk about and uh not a lot of time to talk about it so we might as well just get right into it right mm-hmm. um you know everybody had black friday or as i prefer african-american friday <laughs> but uh last friday a lot of people were promoting black-owned businesses some people even linked to us mm-hmm. like i saw people saying hey if you want to support black businesses go out to blackoutist.com sign up for their premium program and i appreciate the people that did that yes but i just gotta let y'all know we're not a black-owned business are we not big gay jew runs the black guy who tips <laughs> that's what we get our funding from uh the big gay jew mafia is out and the secret is in the streets everybody knows um so i you know i would refund the money back but uh we're not gonna do that we're gonna keep the money yeah um, sorry about you, that when when would the jews refund money Mm-mm. hmm Jews don't refund money. Well, that is racist, but um, <laughs> that's why we get the funding because of the racism and stuff like that, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so also, I've been going to the store buying stuff for, you know, it's that time of the year when I'm cooking a little bit more. And, um, I've been noticing a lot of respectability throughout the grocery aisle these days. What's happening in the grocery aisle? A lot of respectability politics. Like, um, everybody knows you know i went to go get some uh some olive oil and it was extra virgin or virgin those are the only options i had extra virgin or virgin yes slut shaming much <laughs> yeah that's the only type of olive oil it is that's what i'm saying where's the promiscuous olive oil they can't even get a seat in the house i gotta go to the mm-hmm. dollar store to get some thought olive oil some 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 whole olive oil gotta i gotta would not want that olive oil i just want my olive oil to be free to be itself and not be repressed Mm -hmm. sexually and to do whatever it can do in the pan you know what i'm saying i'm not afraid of a little Mm -hmm. gently used olive oil can i am sexist nope 
yeah okay so you one of those people promoting uh respectability slut shaming of olive oil i see okay. i sure am i want virgin and extra virgin all you other bitches stay out my kitchen that's sad it's really sad to see a woman say that Mm-mm, i don't want you in there fucking up all the taste of my meal no thank you i don't recall you wearing white at our wedding but okay no i did not i see i see how it is Mm-mm-mm. it's good for not good enough for you but it's good for the olive oil okay right because this is completely different no it's not what's the difference i'm exactly. not fried exactly. chicken you don't know you don't know the difference it, no maybe maybe some slutty olive oil to make good better fried chicken you never tried it you don't mm-hmm. know you just being mm-hmm. you just assuming stuff Mm-mm. and you don't even know Mm-mm. nope i don't want no cheap ass olive oil you no. don't know that it's cheap so so because it's had a couple people come through it before you did it's cheap now now you what know, kind of insecure you, stuff is that you know the rural virgins are more valuable mm, to some people not right. to me not to me i don't believe mm-hmm. in that i like i like a little experience on my olive oil mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. like my olive oil to know itself mm-hmm. i like mine cold pressed i'm good i don't even know what cold pressed means <laughs> do you know what that means what does that mean it's the way to, the, the process in which they get the oil to uh be like it is mm-hmm. uh also i noticed more respectability in the grocery aisle I went to get some buttermilk mm-hmm. and the only option they had was cultured buttermilk fuck that no i don't want culture buttermilk i want some cut buttermilk that's actually been in these streets i don't want see no- some shit mm-hmm. live the life i want a full complete buttermilk you know what i mean if i don't want this bougie ass buttermilk that y'all bring me that knows how to quote like aristotle and shit like i, am I want some buttermilk that listen mm-hmm. to tupac nope i don't want no buttermilk shoot me up and shoot my belly up when i eat it because it's done poison me no thank you nah nah you see something's wrong see you you just helping the white man out believing this bullshit i sure am same thing white people say about us oh we'll take ben carson he's cultured he's a cultured black person right well that's how people feel about buttermilk too karen intersectionality (laughs) buttermilk is not the goddamn same intersectionality throughout the grocery Mm -mm. store i'm out for respectability for everybody Mm -mm. to get it off of us Mm -mm. let's get free nope i don't want no curdled buttermilk no thank you Mm. all right fine i'm trying to die all right we have I'm trying to be equal no thank you yeah you're not gonna die why do you why you, so it's like black people's gonna kill you that's that's how it they sure keep you scared will. you get some uncut you get some uncut you don't know that? i don't want that bullshit trying to kill me no you don't know that it's gonna kill you you just made that up just now you where where'd you find out that uncultured buttermilk kills people Karen? <laughs> i don't know i don't okay. want none I, we've never read an article on the show about uncultured buttermilk well who the fuck people? is drinking this uncultured buttermilk i don't know that's what i'm saying i'm intellectually curious about trying it and you you poo-pooing all my ideas today. i sure am you kill all the germs and bacteria out of it doing that process well you know that buttermilk chicken you had last night mm-hmm. it was uncultured no it was not yes, it was, no, it, it, was, was unfa- not. Old, it was old-fashioned you mm-hmm. didn't even know the difference you didn't even mm-hmm. know the difference you said it was delicious last it night it was good exactly but the i difference- don't believe you harris harris the tito would not do this to me i don't believe you sir the difference between culture and old-fashioned buttermilk carry fries applies what we call old-fashioned or churn buttermilk is very different from culture buttermilk it is it is the thin slightly acidic liquid left after churning butter from the full cream milk it is drunk it is it is drunk or used in soups or sauces in northern europe and south asia but is not available commercially in the united states so i had to go on the black market to get mine 
<laughs> the buttermilk sold in the supermarkets here is cultured created by fermenting pasteurized low fat or non-fat milk so that the milk sugars turn into lactic acid it is thick and tart a result of its increased acidity while keep which keeps the milk protein casein which uh from being soluble and results in clabbering and cur or curdling that is why you can make a stand in for buttermilk by using a tablespoon of lemon juice or white vinegar to an actual cup of milk and increase the acidity and curdle the milk mm-hmm so you paying all that extra money for nothing man Mm-mm. old-fashioned and culture buttermilk cannot be used interchangeably culture buttermilk is used in pancakes scones biscuits and other baked products because of the tangy flavor and tender texture it imparts that's a scone scone it's like i don't know like a uh cookie in 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 europe okay anyway mm-hmm. sound like you're doing some hating over there now at least the audience has oh been educated. hate 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 i hate you i hate you too i don't want no virgins in here i don't want no uncultured buttermilk no well you don't want no virgins no i mean i do want my virgins okay i don't want no thought uh olive oil all right so Mm -mm. kind of sex positive woman you are Um, (laughs) i'm sex positive till they come to my olive oil uh erica badu uh apparently hosted the soul train awards last night i didn't watch any of that i was watching uh walking dead and then uh the badlands Mm -hmm. and football uh, I couldn't get around to my girl Erica last night. I'm sure it was awesome. I heard that she shaded Iggy Azalea. Oh shit! Yeah, let me see if this this will play. Oh wait, where's the uh, the, the volume. volume on this? Uh, okay. Apparently, I had the volume off. Yeah, because random videos was playing last time. All right, let's see if it'll play now. Hang on one second. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, yes. Who is this? Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Hey. Oh, no, 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 no. You can come, because what you're doing is definitely not rap. Yeah. So. <laughs> she had jokes. First of all, uh, my man from Classic Man got the best smile ever after that that joke. <laughs> he looks so satisfied. Well, apparently she said that, um, as you know, I'm the queen of Neo Soul, and people say I have this common effect on rappers that I make them change guys and wear crochet hats, shoulder pads so they have been they have banned me from all the hip-hop awards with the sign saying erica badu leave our rappers alone <laughs> she do make them change man they get a piece of her they be coming back in african kunte cloth and don't comb the hair and using black soap come back on the screen and all the other kinds of shit yeah. <laughs> you act like people don't see the change woman yeah well see you know i, and I guess you know in the monologues that's when you kind of make jokes about yourself and all the stuff that people want to want to hear so in her monologue she was making this joke and um then she had the iggy azalea fake phone call where she said that she could come through because she's not a rapper uh which is hilarious um yeah we 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 see you erica and 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 i i understand and she was like you know what you can come on through because you know you don't rap so you're cool yeah you might want to just take that l yeah you know you probably want to leave erica alone at this point things are going tough enough for you as is right and uh you just want to pretend this didn't happen you don't want them troubles uh also uh monica says don't mess with her man at a north carolina show Mm. the r&b singer recently performed at a concert in north carolina where she took the time to shut down women who were trying to get that kelly price on with her husband 
shannon brown you guys may know shannon brown and from ruby tail fame like a dude right yeah he was the one who uh laid it on some woman had the whole nope. chat uh mm-hmm. the whole comment section thirsty <laughs> monica must have must got hold of them group of tails monica stopped the audience singing as we lay during her cold red experience to let groupies know she's not the one <laughs> damn turn around and went back to singing i'll tell you what only black women make you believe that um make you believe that group tell yeah uh monica celebrated five years of beautiful love with uh shannon just last week so you already got people uh at the concert disrespecting that's that's they must have heard the group tell man mm-hmm. at the concert disrespecting and you know monica always got that little bit of like hood to her too you know what i mean like she got some of that like i'm gonna put on my red wig tonight and stunt on these hoes right and it's beautiful right so i don't like i don't know why anybody would think she would have been the one to, to try, try like that i can't even believe that um she already told you the boy's mine years ago right you better listen that's how half of y'all heard of her um let's see what else did i want to talk about uh oh man this drew up quite the discussion on my facebook page it was people was going in it was going in on each other people was accusing people of shit like you know i typically hate when people do that shit on my facebook page and i try to stay out of it as much as i can because normally i have to end up blocking or deleting people because motherfuckers like to go argue on your page like you're not friends with everybody <laughs> right you know what i mean it's like oh i'm gonna right. call these people this make a personal and then attack you supposed to shit. just sit here and be like cool with it like oh well that's what it is you know um but uh it was from blackgirldangerous.org um which uh they had a write-up by jelani smothers pew i hope i pronounced that right sorry if i didn't jelani um but uh she wrote open letter to aziz ansari and other anti-black people of color um and you know he has this series called master of none it's on netflix i have not watched it yet but i've heard all the buzz around it i've seen some of the commentary around it some of it makes me want to watch it because out of curiosity Mm -hmm. and some of it makes me feel like why even bother because everybody just has these like really high takes on it and it's like you know now i'm gonna be going in not really prepared to laugh but analyzing every single joke and shit and it's like maybe i shouldn't even watch it but uh i think i'm gonna watch it anyway just so i can know what the fuck everybody is uh talking about at this point because so many people have had things to say um and you know we talked about on the show like he has tried to make himself kind of the front man for diversity in sitcoms and tv as the selling point for his show so he goes on colbert and he talks about the lack of diversity there and it's like you know like that's his talking point so when you accept that mantle you have to accept the criticism that comes with that mantle you know what i mean like you can't just be like oh i'm gonna be out front on this diversity shit but hey hey no one criticized my stuff like that's not really fair anyway 
um and from what i've seen he and his writing staff seem to have embraced being criticized and they're kind of hoping to have a season two where they can kind of delve into some of this stuff which is i think is the pro uh, the appropriate reaction i think it's a mm-hmm. good reaction to have i think uh mindy kaling had a horrible reaction to it when she kind of just poo-pooed the whole thing like whatever you know um but uh you know we'll see what happens with it anyway i wanted to read this because in general i kind of hate open letters to celebrities anyway because you know i don't know how often they read this shit or care or take this into account but right. you know i and most of the time it's actually just a, a a thinly disguised way to get your point across but then pretend that you're addressing this person um anyway so she writes dear aziz i'm sorry i heard what you said on master of none when i first saw you get dragged on tumblr for being anti-black i gave you the benefit of the doubt i watched the indians on tv episode for myself hoping to see if your character's harmful words have been taken out of context they weren't frustrated by the lack of asian representative representation in hollywood your character dev lashed out at black and gay people he said people don't get fired up about racist asian or indian stuff i feel like you only risk starting a brouhaha if you say something bad about black people or gay people not only was this ignorant but specifically i want to call attention to how it was anti-black and homophobic but that's for another article so the homophobic part not today but it was anti-black um that entire scene you wrote between denise dev and brian ching was really telling of how out of touch you are with blackness and the way you perpetuate the ways you perpetuate anti-blackness as a non-black person of color after that after the brouhaha moment dev continued to defend his anti-black position i mean if paula dean had said i don't want to serve indian people no one would really care they just go back to eating the biscuits (laughs) Uh, which is uh hilarious Mm -hmm. um and probably true right uh (laughs) because um you know the history here is different for black people than it is for people that have immigrated here um also the treatment is a bit different as we don't really see the mainstream prejudice against Indian people in that way and you know what i'm saying in in that in the way where they go hey no indians allowed you know what i'm saying not that it doesn't ever happen but we just have like we don't have the historical context here to really make that an apt comparison in my opinion yeah what they're, they're not laws and shit like that today drumming up yeah well i mean maybe there's laws like uh that they made for black people that might apply to right. some other brown people right. but like in you general lumped in yeah the historical context of slavery and things of this nature are just not the same like it's just like you can't just co-opt that and you know me personally i do uh always kind of shy away from the oppression olympics when it comes right. to stuff like this because a lot of times it just creates a lot of harm uh, har- like a lot of um what do you call it a lot of just a lot of infighting it's like a lot of like well we both should kind of be on the same page for you know wanting everybody to get free and equal and treatment and shit but then we'll sit up there and be like well gay people if they if if the if the uh if the Duck Dynasty people would have been talking about gay people, they would have been off the air. You know, stuff like that where you hear black people say that and you're like, yeah, man, but is that really, like, I understand your point, but does that, like, who's the enemy here? Like, it's, it doesn't turn gay people into the enemy because if if it happened to them, it, something would have been done about it. Like, 
that that's still you know and and hopefully it doesn't turn gay people into thinking that the vice versa you know like well hey it's not my problem because blah 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 you know not to mention there are gay black people that exist in the world yes it is anyway um so she says while the struggles of black folks are front and center it doesn't mean anything actually getting is actually getting better look at the types of representation black people have in hollywood think about why the media is still writing and casting dehumanizing anti-black stereotypes think about why the media still uses colorblind language that perpetuates white supremacy uh just because news stations are flashing our dead black bodies across the street and computer screens across the nation and paula dean fakes a uh, an apology to keep her brand does not mean that we're achieving justice it just means that we are visible but hyper visibility means nothing when black folks continue to be persecuted and slaughtered in the streets without justice and uh i agree that uh though that like indi- like individually i agree with all her arguments i think tying them all together not necessarily that they all come together so clean but i agree that yeah black people still having problems out here even with you hearing about black lives matter it's because there's a need there you know what i mean like it's not a if if indian people were being shot dead by the cops in the street there would be an indian lives matter yes it would be if uh you know if um if there were these controversies that were happening to um to uh asian people um and uh they you know they weren't being addressed at all and it got to a point where it was a deluge and someone stepped into that vacuum it would fill up because the same thing happened with uh suey park when she went at colbert and there were people that still argue the merits of that point but she was hurt because she was like it was a whole lot of asian people being like yo we're tired of being the butt of this joke over and over and over again you can go to our stereotypes and somehow that's not offensive you can you can do the 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 broken english you can put on that hat you can uh make your eyes you know slanted and shit and and yeah we're we're tired of it like we that's not us and we don't think it's funny we think it's might as well be blackface you know what i mean so um i can i can relate to that point you know um uh so then she goes on to say when denise pointed out that paula dean's apology was insincere your character shut her down and made it about your own community's lack of visibility as if it is black people's fault or responsibility dev continued we don't have a person like that al sharpton uh like who are you supposed to meet with deepak chopra the indian dude from no doubt once again these are jokes and it seems like she's taking it 100 percent serious even in the context of it being a sitcom <laughs> correct which you know that's that's a whole nother ball of wax mm-hmm. you know this idea that if you are brown or black and you're writing something you have to meet a certain criteria for your points of view you can't ever disagree with the majority of black people or you can't ever um have a character who is reprehensible and isn't learning like you can't have a protagonist that's flawed i just think black and brown people and women we just aren't there yet apparently Mm -hmm. in society where we can write a character as a as a person of color who's a creator where we can write a character who's outside of our box you know we're not able to do that yet and maybe we'll never be there i don't know but we're not able to have a seinfeld like seinfeld is a show about four friends who are pretty much reprehensible people mm-hmm. same thing with curb your enthusiasm mm-hmm. you know uh shit going all the way back to like archie bunker and shit like 
people revere and love those people while also admitting that those people are not good people or they mm-hmm. f- are flawed or they have hang-ups that you know we're like yeah that's not good that's bad that he was wrong in this situation but most importantly was he funny because as content creators i think you and i both can speak to that um the number one thing is being entertaining right right and and the thing is and i've always is particularly when it comes to women particularly women of color um i feel very strongly about we are not allowed to to have any diversity we are not allowed to just exist we are you know it's like if you're right as particularly black females is one of these things where the black female she's got to be perfect she can't be flawed she can't be baby mama she can't be out here going around she right. can't be the mistress to a white man you know or whatever is your hang-up is it's like a lot of people come to the table with these things with their personal hang-ups versus looking and viewing something in the way that the creator created it for you to view now i do understand that um, when you view stuff, there is, you are justified in pointing things out and saying things are flawed and, and demanding more. I'm, I'm not saying that that's not a problem. And I do understand that because that's how diversity, uh, is applied and that's how, you know, people hear you out and things change. But on the other hand, I think that some people automatically see shit and they're automatically turned off and they don't have an open frame of mind and they don't come to laugh. They come to cut. They come to dissect. They come to tear apart. They're not there for the fun of it. And everything is wrong and nothing this person is doing is right. And that's why I I, I buck against that because the part of creativity is allowing that person to tell you the story the way that they choose to. Is it going to be flawed? Yes. Is it going to be perfect? No. But at the same time, you allow that character to do that. And in other genres, particularly when it comes to white comedies and particularly when it comes to white males, they are allowed to do any goddamn thing they want to, no whole bars, and it's considered funny, you know. And that upsets me. And I think that, you know, and it's a lot of black people that watch a lot of this stuff and we think it's funny, we think it's hilarious, and we should because it's good, it's well written. You know, I do understand the criticism because the criticism needs to always be there because it always presses the bar it always makes them think outside of their box it makes them consider people of color on certain platforms but at the same time the same freedom that a Seinfeld gets I think that other shows should get these same freedoms you know regardless of how good or bad or indifferent or how you feel about the show but I buck against a lot of the criticism, especially when it comes to, let's say, let's say Scandal. Uh, Olivia on Scandal gets so much criticism because she's a side chick. She gets so much criticism because she's dating a white man. She gets so much criticism because she's flawed. What's the difference between her and the other 500 motherfucking shows where you have a white woman on there doing the same goddamn thing, but you rave about it. She wins Oscars. She wins awards and all this shit. I don't see the difference. And a lot of times I think because black people in general and just brown people in general have a hang up how white people view us and we have to be perfect in white people's eyes to a lot of black people and if we're not presented in a certain way all of a sudden there's problems and there are issues and a lot of times people bring their politically correctness to every motherfucking thing and that irritates the fuck out of me because i'm to the point where i'm like let us be free let us make bad shit let us make good shit let us make funny shit let us make all types of shit let black people be in 
uh, all these genres that we never ever would even get considered because there are black people who have these ideas but their ideas constantly get turned down because they feel like black people have to be put in a box or brown people period have to be put in a box because the same way I feel about black people I feel about Indian people I feel about Chinese people I feel about all these people because at the end of the day we're all being oppressed by white supremacy but everybody looks at every other group and act like my oppression is greater than yours or your oppression is greater than mine when at the end of the day is 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 the way that the structure is designed against us so that we'll in fight against each other versus demanding that it becomes better and also demanding that we have the same platform as white people we are allowed to go out there and to, to fail you know that's one thing about black people when it comes to this genre we are not allowed to fail they will end the show cut a show get shit off the air for us when you are allowed to have terrible ass white shows that go on forever that should have got canceled five seasons ago they won't even get the fucking chance because they're brown people in the shows you have like um all these reality shows happening and they wanted to do a reality show about Muslims and that shit got canceled before it got off the ground because people had a fucking fit because of their racism and a lot of this but uh, hold on all this is beside the point of what this person is writing now like I don't think this person is advocating the that the white people are right to take the shows off the air or trying to keep brown people from having voices i think she's critiquing his voice right because and 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 because you can still be brown and still have issues within your your mind frame about other brown people yes you know what i mean it's just like he could like he can make up he like like i like um i just don't think that she necessarily is like that she just has to be right i think people are looking at it like you can't disagree with her and still be pro-black pro-black woman pro like i feel like you can disagree with some of her points the same way that people disagree with some of aziz Ansari's jokes Mm -hmm. um you know i think when it comes to uh the comparison game that people do amongst friends which is the context of this situation that he's trying to make funny for the record he's not trying to um necessarily make the correct political statement as much as the number one thing and i think any comedian would tell you this is to make the most entertaining or funny version of that right you know and 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 like i said maybe he turns out to be wrong i would i really need to watch it for myself i don't want to speculate on it uh Mm -hmm. any further than that but just the concept of having to be the perfect type of black person brown person minority creator perfect woman it's a lot of pressure and i think in a lot of times a lot of times um it's just as confined in a box as a creator because now it's like everybody wants me to create the cosby show like i can't be black and create you know um like if i create empire there's a bunch of people on facebook talking about i'm not woke and then making pictures of you know menstrual shows and shit and putting empire on it right but then if i make blackish there's a bunch of people going and these and i'm talking about black people i'm not even talking about white people i don't Mm -hmm. really care what they think about this but um there's a bunch of black people that'll be like well now this has too much respectability politics they think they the cosby's or some shit like why can't black people do this that and there's so much pressure as a black person to walk a thin line you don't really get that freedom you don't Mm -hmm. get the creative freedom to have a protagonist that can't that's that's disliked but on a but but on a strictly 
uh artistic value like you don't like what like the next stage is and now this this represents this problem in society as opposed to this conversation was supposed to represent the dichotomy of this kind of, of of how we operate in america like that you do have these situations where and i've been in conversations like this i've seen other black people that i disagree with in conversations like this that have had the you know the the moment where they're like yeah i guess black people do have some level of privilege in this country mm-hmm. when it comes to certain spaces we do and a lot of black people don't want to give on that at all because it's like well we still get killed in the streets it's like well i don't think that this joke is saying that that's okay no like that's not what i got from the joke maybe somebody else would get it differently or you know maybe that's how you got it or more importantly with this person who wrote this i think they were triggered into thinking about the other times that this did happen to them that it wasn't a fucking joke that it wasn't right. that the conversation wasn't um in a sitcom that had a punchline and it wrapped up in 30 minutes and we all understood that it was going to be okay because we're still friends they're just thinking about their real life experience and they can't get past it like they're just like nope nope i want this person to win this argument that's what has to happen in order for us to move on through the show and because he did not really allow for this person to win the argument and they kind of conceded that he had a point that that pissed this person off so you have to frame the conversation as if black representation is the opposition of south asian representation stifle what could have been a valuable lesson a discussion you shut down an opportunity for dialogue you could have scripted a nuanced response instead you scripted denise to reply who's my girl like oprah or beyonce oh shit i got the heavy hitters never mind because you know she he was like who's i got deepak chopra or uh, the indian dude from no doubt and then she says oprah and beyonce and she's like oh shit i guess we do have bigger better named black people in america than you have indian celebrities or whatever uh the final nevermind took space away from denise who could have offered a rebuttal to your character's anti-black racism so basically she needed to kind of win the argument or present the points like she would have presented now the other thing too that's weird about this is the show has him as a star but i'm willing to bet he's not the only guy in that writer's room willing to bet he's not the only person of color in that writer's room like that was a big thing to his diversity thing so what do you say when there are people who still have diversity in mind still have these discussions in mind but they agree to let this scene be written this way you know what i mean because what i found on my facebook thread was that people were like leveling accusations at each other where i was like y'all do realize that it's kind of making the point for him and for like people are going to disagree now we you can take it there and start calling each other out you know massage noir and um uh saying people are just outrage culture and all this shit because y'all don't agree with each other but how's that productive it's not it really does lend lend itself to the fact that you can't have this discussion other than in the context of a couple jokes on the show because y'all can't even do it with each other and maintain that respect respect level Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i was looking at this shit like wow i like somebody hit me with that i really can't fuck with them anymore come on you know what i mean like 
you know like you're accusing people basically of hating black women hating women of color for disagreeing with this piece even if they're using logic even if they're not going in and being like black women be complaining you know how you know these bitches like even if it's nothing like that even if it's just simply like i think you know her logic's flawed boom or even or the other way when people are like yo i kind of have this experience and i agree with some of the points she's making i've gone through this discussion and people are like outrage culture dismiss the whole thing i'm like damn y'all really got up in arms over this little shit that fast right because people really don't want to have a conversation about it. they already come uh like if you disagree with me fuck you and well you're not really having a conversation and nothing can evolve from it and neither side is willing to see the other side or or, or either like i say have a real conversation yeah but it was just it was it was just i don't know it was just interesting i have to watch the show now because that's really what it made me want to do you know and then this person who wrote it um jelani she goes into her experience as a person a black person who got shut down by a non-black person of color after a black lives matter protest and i think that's kind of the common thread is boom you got you got kind of triggered by this shit Mm -hmm. and it turned into this is what happened to me and i'm still pissed about that you know um she's i left feeling unheard ignored and ostracized ever since that day i have noticed how quickly non-black people of color shut down black people and avoid taking responsibility for upholding white supremacy through their anti-blackness you know what i mean like that's uh that sounds like you holding on to that from that and then taking it to this show right which had nothing to do with that in my opinion i don't know maybe you know i gotta watch it my opinion too i'm going by her description of the events and other people who i trust that have watched it but i don't know man like my goal here isn't to shut down anybody if Mm -mm. i think the here's here's the thing that i think everyone was kind of skipping over aziz and the people that run the show decided to be the face of diversity for hollywood this is on them like you right you don't get to skirt it like there's other times where i see black creators do something and people come down on them i'm like yo that person is just giving their singular voice to to the world like they're not actually trying to represent every type of black every person that they're like they didn't go all right let me poll black people how should i end my episode they didn't do that so i don't you know so when they when they catch a lot of flack a lot of times i'm like yeah that's on you and the insecurity that you have as a black person to then put it on this creator like whenever people go hard on tyler perry i don't like that shit Mm -hmm. i don't watch tyler perry movies i don't think they're good Mm -hmm. that being said i don't like to see black people talk about what he needs to do with his money and his platform i think it's fucked up white people already do that shit to us constantly why the fuck would you want to keep why would you want to keep perpetuating that man i don't understand it like if anything we need to be asking that other black creators be given a shot not let's take away what was given or why don't you stop creating and give your platform over to someone else someone who 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 chooses that someone who chooses that because that's the other thing we ask so if tyler perry chooses who then they gonna sound like tyler perry too that's not a solution the solution is Lionsgate or whoever the studio is, they need to be looking at other black people because they made money off of black people right now with Tyler Perry. Why wouldn't they want to make money, more black money from other people? You know, that's always the solution. I think us turning on each other is always not productive. You know, one guy was saying, well, um, when you have a big platform, you have a responsibility. 
and if you don't use your responsibility wisely then you don't deserve that platform who determines what wisely is who determines what deserve is what deserves what because that makes it sounds like everybody that's got a um big platform has earned it in some right it, by by having the right set of opinions we know holler at rush limbaugh true. is rush limbaugh got the right set of opinions to y'all talk to donald trump talk right like that that doesn't mean shit ain't no deserve in america there is no such thing as deserve when it comes to capitalism period now i look at shit a little different because i am a content creator and i look at things like products when i see aziz and sorry talking about diversity when he goes on a show it's because that's his pitch to sell his show it's a show starring a brown guy with some brown people in it with some hopefully some brown people in the writing room even if all his love interests are white women he is going to pitch diversity because that is the easiest way to pitch his product it's an angle that other shows can't necessarily come at him from true many other shows will be like okay we can't say we have a diverse cast at modern family like we just can't oh no you know what i mean what is the thing that separates his show from other shows it might not be perfect but it's brown as fuck that's how he's looking at it. it's brown and we're making jokes that's it so i look at it like a product and i think people that consume don't always look at it that way because when you say mm-hmm. things like earn or deserve or responsibility you're just really ignoring a ton of history that shows that there's no such thing as having to be responsible with a platform for adults <laughs> nope there simply is not too many people fox news is rewarded for just being generally irresponsible mm-hmm. and they have the number one news network <laughs> in america yes sir and that's news not entertainment that is news you believe in some bullshit if you think that's what's happening now you might and also who fucking determines what is good and bad when it comes to morality everybody don't believe the same thing guys Mm-mm america is divided the world is divided men and women are divided races are divided we do not believe the same shit so the end results of who watches what and who gets what is not a meritocracy it is not how it works there are good people that will never amount to shit because they have the wrong beliefs that are not popular no matter how right they are <laughs> yes sir there are bad people who are making money hand over fist right now because they just happen to come up with the right wrong shit at the right time mm-hmm. i think we need to be adults about that if we're gonna have a discussion or else we just can't discuss it because it's not it's like there are people that would look at our show and be like it's not it's not doing the right things they need to do better they need to change this and they need to do that to which you know for the most part i'm like fuck those people make a make a better show than me ain't that the truth go out there make the show you want to see ain't nobody stopping you because nope. my answer is always to get more voices not less don't try to change my shit go make your own shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like that's it's harder than it looks and that's the thing it's right. easy for people to sit back and tell you how you can improve how you can do better what you can change what you can do but at the end of the day most of those people yik yakking and talking and flapping their gums are not gonna put in the effort and they're not gonna and, and what even fucking makes me mad they don't even go support the shit they're talking about that's what makes me even more furious you're talking this shit but a lot of times you don't go support the shit that you're talking about because you really don't want it what is the responsibility i want to know who determines that 
like if um i have an episode of my sitcom and i want it to be about abortion and i want it to be pro-choice at the end some of y'all gonna say that's a very responsible thing to do i appreciate you doing that with your platform some of y'all gonna say fuck you um i'm pro-life and you're an evil spawn of satan for saying that shit we and that's america which is very divided who decides right like uh, there are moms out there who don't want you to have grand theft auto because her 12 year old can't play it despite all the restrictions on what how a 12 year old is not supposed to be able to get it she don't want you to have it because fuck it it's irresponsible right. who gets to decide like if we're gonna be like we we have not all decided on these rules and these boundaries you know there are black people who do agree with the season's point in the context of that episode which is all which is for the record that's all sitcoms and stand-up when stand-up people get um get gigs like gigs doing other things writing and stuff that's all they're trying to do fashion their point of view into something funny now it might not be funny it's definitely not gonna be funny to everybody right you know obviously this lady did not appreciate them jokes at all um but at the same time that's all they're doing like they're not actually like they're not actually gonna become anybody from these fucking jokes like the thing is okay i want to come up with a way that can get you on my side with a point of view that's a little off kilter that's just a stand-up you know that's just a stand-up thing people just might not agree with that point of view you know it's like if just like you know we started the show with the cultured buttermilk and the and the extra virgin olive oil mm-hmm. i mean it's a joke and it's coming from an odd point of view i'm not trying to actually get people to make slutty olive oil i don't even know what that would mean ah! but i feel like the joke of it is worth doing and i think that's what people have like whenever people don't agree with the premise of your joke they immediately make it seem as if you're being serious correct like oh no he meant that as in the only in the worst possible way possible could not a minute to get a laugh could not have meant it as a conversation between friends where they disagree but they get some jokes off and they let it go because they don't really give a fuck couldn't have been that he meant it as i'm anti-black i I don't want black people to prosper and i think black people have it easy and all this shit that's the only way he meant it and it's very weird that we do that but we've had it done to us somebody doesn't agree with a joke all of a sudden ryan parks in all veteran spaces because he beat call of duty right (laughs) when they don't agree with the joke it's you know you fat now i'm serious now but now i'm serious is what i'm trying to get to right now i'm serious like that was i made 12 jokes in a row the joke you don't like the premise of that one's the serious one. <laughs> yeah that one's the non-funny joke that's very i don't know it's very weird to me but anyway um he all that to say this he still put himself out there and his writing crew as trying to be the face of diversity and this is what comes with that yes it does like now. you sold your shit this way yeah. now i don't understand how anybody can be mad at this person for writing the piece Mm -mm. because he did sell it this way right so that does mean that people should examine it this way i don't feel like that's wrong nope you know i feel like if if we were like because people will often say shit to us like hey man you should do this on the show have you thought about that and i'll be like no because 
the number one thing i want the show to be is entertaining and funny and informative and shit but i'm not actually trying to make the most politically correct show on the internet mm-hmm. i'm not trying to make the show with no jokes i'm not trying to turn this into npr nope. we have a certain vibe me and karen have conversations about what we want the show to be and that's what it is and we take the good and the bad with that some people will not fuck with us some people will but that but like things like this um i I feel like people look at it from just the perspective of consuming i think some people should take a look at what what would they create if they were there and how would it be received you know because it's very difficult to have that balancing act but as a product a season's already out there pitching diversity as i'm the diversity guy Mm -hmm. this is why i don't ever want to be the guy for shit oh no when people are like hey why don't y'all talk about relationships i don't want to be that person i don't want to be that that's not that's not my goal can we just be funny and entertaining we don't need to be the people we don't need to be the go-to people for everything on racism and everything on this and everything on that like i don't want to be that i'm not an activist is why i shy away from that title good me either you know what i mean like we're, we're good in our lane this guy stepped up and said i want to be a leader on this I think it's good that he's challenged. I think it's good that he's thinking about it. I think his fans and fans of the show would do well to ease off of people criticizing the show. I, the shit, it goes so far with, with people these days. Everyone's so defensive of the shit that they like. It's okay. You know what I mean? I see people shitting on The Walking Dead every fucking week. I still enjoy it and I'm still reviewing it and I don't need to argue with you about it. I'm oh, good. Man, I'm not if i enjoyed it and i got them laughs what can they do take my laugh away with they think piece no so i think people were getting and like i said i saw it on both sides like i saw people coming for people that disagree and i saw people coming for people that agree with the piece and to me the whole thing was just hyperbolic and it was really sad to see uh, especially on my facebook page like it wasn't even a facebook group it was in my page i was like wow okay you think that about the other people that okay all right cool you think i would kick it with folks like that got it you know what i mean like like <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's amazing and it's all because of you know this piece man so anyway i thought it was an interesting discussion and i wanted to talk about it here um let's see what else is going on uh oh you know that guy shot up planned parenthood so more stuff is coming out about him and more people are giving discussions around it he got three dogs he got <laughs> he's a loner he's he liked to talk to his mother every day. He's he such takes a nice long guy. walks on the beach. Other than the murders, perfectly good man. Uh, so they had a discussion on Fox, speaking of responsible platforms and how they deserve it. Um, they want to talk about This is typical left-wing tactics. So is it? I mean, I think this was pretty predictable, Charles. You saw on Twitter a lot of people rushing to judgment. Yeah. The same people that hesitate using the phrase Islamic terrorism were very quick to use the term Christian. You're absolutely right. Uh, in fact, uh, Harris and I both, uh, we covered this live on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had to walk a very thin line, obviously. And, you know, you knew Planned Parenthood was there, but there were other businesses there. You kind of figured it was centered on this. And as soon as that was the case, you know, people were tweeting me the definitions of terrorism and those kind of things. But, I, I, you know, when I listen to what Hillary said, from what I understand, people have an opposition, particularly some of the uh, politicians, Republican politicians running for the White House, to the idea of, of taxpayers funding Planned Parenthood and mm-hmm. abortion. They're not saying, hey, listen, the courts have ruled. Perhaps they'll rule again in the future. They're not saying, and you don't have to like abortion, but they're saying there's no way in the world 
that taxpayer money should be used for that, particularly when they're talking about selling baby parts. And, and that's neither one, Bernie Sanders or Hillary, those clips we saw, both very disingenuous, and that's what stokes these kind of, these flames of hatred and anger. And it was quite the leap, too, as you point sure. out, to talk about a shooting and then link that somehow to women not being able to get abortions. Harris, you were on this story from the minute it broke in the Fox News desk, and you stayed with me. I know you stayed with Charles, was filling in for Greta Van Susteren, and when you and I were doing the news, they got the guy. But at the same time, I'm waiting really to go on air. News. But Paris, it was they were not releasing information, yeah. and yet people had already jumped to conclusions, and they were indicting an entire religion, Christian, white, Republican, before we even got details. Uh, is this opposite day? It is, it is really like they are making the exact opposite points of after France, and they were going in on Muslims. Because he was white and he's Christian, so now we have to have empathy and sympathy. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. now is not the time to jump to conclusions about his religious standing or his race. Right. Which both turned out to be surprise, surprise, the same old, same old. What? Susteren, and when you and I were doing the news, they got the guy. But at the same time, I'm waiting really to go on afternoon. air. But Paris, it was they were not releasing information, yeah. and yet people had already jumped to conclusions, and they were indicting an entire religion, Christian, white, Republican, before we even got details. You know, and then you had the, the, what I consider kind of the reflexive for uh, Democrats. They've shown that they'll talk about gun control almost immediately. So you had that as part of the conversation, too. Well, I was just going to say that the, the pro-life that's so funny because i don't know it's relevant come on now (laughs) right well here they go talking about gun control just because some people got shot up by a crazy person that probably shouldn't have ak-47 here they go with the bullshit how come every time after some innocent people get shot y'all want to talk about the guns because guns is killing folks Can't can't you bring it up when nothing's going on you know in the three hours between gun shooting mass shootings in america can you bring it up in the three-hour law between mass shootings? Because that will work. Movement is a nonviolent movement. I mean, by definition, it's right. about finding nonviolent solutions. It's about life. It's about finding mm-hmm. nonviolent solutions to unplanned or difficult pregnancies. So it's very cynical for them to tie that to the to the movement. And in fact, the officer who saved those lives happened to be pro-life himself. I think we make no mistake. I think this is about the upcoming hearings um, that are coming on the investigation on Planned Parenthood. And this is they're deeply embarrassed about these videos. It pulled the curtain on what really happens in those back yeah. rooms of the abortion clinics. And that's what this is about. They want to muzzle us. Well, and Sandra, it seemed like the left was saying, do not speak ill. You're not allowed to voice your opinion about the legal harvesting, the illegal, I should say, harvesting of baby parts on the off chance that some lunatic. The problem I have about this, they keep acting like that fucking video is fact. And they keep fucking, they're the ones who were promoting it in the first place as if it were fact. And they keep harping on it. They won't back down on this shit, despite this motherfucker shooting up a clinic based off of exactly what he's heard on this news source and others. Suddenly that, you know, before it was Netta and DeRay need to apologize for police officers being shot. Now it's even in the case where a police officer faked it, the shooting and killed himself. Now all of a sudden, um, it, now all of a sudden none of that shit matters anymore. Oh my God. 
out there might hear that rhetoric and decide to go shoot up at a clinic. To me, it was such a bizarre but yet predictable jump for them. But well, now they've jumped to the conclusion, Charles, and it's political season, and this checks three boxes for liberals, right? Instead of going after Islamic terrorism, they can try and say that there's now this this ongoing threat of Christian terrorism. They can talk about gun control. They can talk about abortion, their favorite issues. But how can you conflate a murderous cult, Islamic cult, terrorizing the Middle East and the United States and any Western country and some crazy man? Well, the terror uh, already hitting me. Oh, he's just an isolated lone wolf, crazy man by himself. There's not a pattern of harassment and, and terrorizing of Planned Parenthood across the, uh, the world. Right, they, they across shut, the country. Right, they're shutting them down. They're mm-hmm. defunding them left and right. They make them bias shit up just so they could can uh, say shit. And yeah, it it just it, this, this whole thing just makes me mad because she was some of their, their favorite things to talk about. Shit, this, business affects people. That's why they talk about it. My right mm-hmm. to have an abortion <laughs> matters. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's different because it's a white man being mad. Now, ISIS also shut down, or ISIL shut down women's clinic, women's health clinic, like a week after America. Uh, after that, many Republicans defunded Planned Parenthood in America. But you know, hey, sometimes, uh, sometimes you gotta get on the same page, right? Rising the world. The other side of this, guys, you know, what about Harris when they brought in those military-style vehicles mm-hmm. to help get those people mm-hmm. to safety? We're talking about disarming our police. Mm-hmm. We're talking about demilitarizing our police because it's not yeah. right for them well, to have those kind look, of things. He was uh, shooting at police officers. He was, he with, with, with a per, and, and also, what if more people had guns there, guys? What if people could have defended themselves? It may have been a different outcome. Yeah. But yeah, they don't want to talk people about people dead? What the fuck is wrong with people? Have a fucking shootout. That's what you want. <laughs> Do they not understand more guns just mean more people get shot? We need to get a guns, guns, Karen. That's the problem. Uh, the bullets need bullets. Yeah, you know, because it's all coincidence that, you know, racism apparently is not part of any type of cult or anything like that. Right, just... and, and any gun owner, as a responsible gun owner, tells you the last thing they want to motherfucking do is pull that goddamn gun out. That's the last thing they want to do. They that's not the first thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh the former wife of the Planned Parenthood terrorist uh is saying that he is conservative, religious, and anti abortion. Oh wow, surprise. Next you're gonna tell me he's white. Yep. Robert Lewis Dare, fifty seven, is the leader in Planned Parenthood and on Friday has shot it up. Deer alleged, deer allegedly shot and killed three people, including a police officer and wounded five others. The motive for the rampage, however, is unclear. It's funny how a lot, a lot of times they can come out and tell you the shit that they do and everybody acts like, oh, we don't win it, we don't know. I killed them because I hate niggas and I hate killing babies. Well, uh, back to you, Bob. We still don't know why, you know, he, <laughs> he killed, you know, we, we don't know. I am definitely why. racist. That's what I know. Ma'am, uh, we can't hear over, uh, hear over here talking about his motives, mm-hmm. but. Back to, back, back to you, Jim. We just, I'm a member of the KKK. <laughs> it would be interesting to know why he did it. No more baby parts. Wow. We'll just never, never have the answer. We'll never know the <laughs> reasons why he came to this conclusion. Maybe we can study his brain after he dies and we'll figure it out then. Right. Fuck you. Um, 
yeah apparently uh he said no more baby parts in his rambling interview there also mentioned president barack obama um and he said uh but other sources told NBC that it's clear whether he targeted the clinics because of abortions um in 1997 his wife pamela ross uh ex-wife i guess now once called the police to accuse him of domestic violence ross said that deer had been having flashes of anger but usually he would later apologize deer was politically conservative religious on guns and believed that abortion was wrong but he was not obsessed with any of these issues it never ever 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 crossed my mind that he would be capable of mass shooting my heart just fell to my stomach she says after their divorce in 2000 amicable divorce in a series of trailer homes and remote cabins mostly uh keeping himself is where he lived for a time he lived in a tiny shack outside of the small town of black mountain north carolina oh shout out to north carolina making the news all over the place these days the wrong kind back to truth he was the kind of person you had to watch out for a neighbor told the washington post he was very a very weird individual it's hard to explain but he had a weird look in his eyes most of the time uh, he also was accused at least seven times of arguing or fighting with neighbors, including a peeping Tom charge. Um, so yeah, some people said he seemed okay to me. Mm. All right, yeah, okay. Well, hey, who knows, man? You know he's weird, but it's just shocking to all of us that he would just do something crazy. Yeah, he's not black, so he didn't raise flags, and not brown, so he didn't raise flags. There was no reason for alarm right yeah i don't understand what the problem is on that joint so there we go uh the new york times wrote a um piece on the shooter and they first described him as gentle then they took it down because they got called out Mm. yep um evidence reveals that minneapolis protest shooting suspect is apparently a racist scaredy cat karen that's right uh this afternoon prosecutors announced felony charges against four defendants in the last week's shooting at black lives matter protests in minneapolis a criminal complaint for one of the alleged shooters reveals he is exactly the pants wedding idiot one of the one would expect according to the complaint against alan lance scarcella above right his phone contained racist images and many photos of himself with guns when police searched it after his arrest last week scarcella accused along with nathan gustavison gustavson daniel mackey and joseph backman in connection with the shooting of five people at the scene of protests against the killing uh the police killing of jamar clark in minneapolis on the evening of november 23rd the victims all black men were hospitalized with nine life-threatening injuries scarcella will be charged with five counts of second degree assault with a dangerous weapon and one count of second degree riot while armed and the other three men will only receive the riot charge much of the evidence suggested the shooting was racially motivated in a video from earlier in this week a man who was questioned and released regarding the incident can be seen brandishing a gun saying stay white and referring to black people as dindus while driving the uh to the scene of ongoing protest the complaint against garcella alleges that he is the second masked man in the video a claim that gawker and others also floated after the shooting the alleged shooters talked a big game before going out that evening on the 23rd according to the complaint against garcella i know how to make big news or get them to disperse says nathan gustafson above left allegedly texted his fellow defendants garcella i have an idea to really stir shit up 
however it seems just as likely that whoever pulled the trigger did so out of racist fear at being confronted by a real live black person not some sinister plot after the shooting scarcella allegedly confessed to an officer with the mankato minnesota police department with whom he was friendly he who urged him to turn himself into minneapolis cops on the phone that officer said that scarcella was very frightened the mankato officer also told the minneapolis police that scarcella was a pro-constitution sovereign citizen who had negative opinions about african americans that's the nicest way to say a bigot and a racist, racist. right i've never heard that version yeah they also were posting and i think we read the post last week about the whole you know uh see black powder ranger was one of them has been captured in the news of his execution date by watermelon slash basketball america mob beating will be announced at 1 30 p.m central time uh why did they seize his computer so i just put fuck holy shit they announced bail for him at 500k kickstarter win 250k for the other guys so yep they uh caught him in gay charges um apparently they left clues and incriminating text on their 4chan uh message board and a bunch of other shit too according to documents released by the minneapolis star tribune um they were apprehended and charged in hennepin county minnesota after searches of phone and computer records found ample evidence to provide probable cause for the arrest investigators viewed a 4chan 4chan website email stream where participants discussed going to the black lives matter protest to stir things up and cause commotion uh participants were encouraged to dress normal and look like the protesters but were told to feel free to carry investigators also watched a video made by scarcella and an acquaintance in which they repeatedly used the n-word and urged viewers to stay white as they discussed their plan to disrupt black lives matter on november 24th the day after the shooting officers arrested scarcella and viewed the contents of his phone which showed he was in the area of the shooting when the events took place the phone's messages showed extensive text correspondence between the four defendants outlining details of their plans to disrupt the protest and their communications after they shot five protesters wow text message get you every time yeah they ain't watch snapped i guess Mm-mm, up in that cloud the phone, the phone also contained photos of the defendants wearing camouflage gear, posing with Confederate flags and numerous weapons. Huh, sounds a lot like dude that shot up, uh, that church. But hey, there's no need to look into white males. There's no need to look at that culture. There's no need to go to their churches. There's no need to worry about, um, you know, immigration or screening them or tougher gun mm-hmm. laws. Everything is going according to plan. Guys, don't worry about it. Witnesses described the shooters in November 23rd confrontation as dressed on camouflage gear and hiding their faces. All four men are currently in custody. They have admitted in phone conversations from jail that they were present at the shooting of, at the shooting incident. Um, Scarcella has not been charged with one count of second degree riot while armed. I mean, has been charged with one count of second degree riot while armed and, well, we went into the pro- Yeah, so anyway. <sighs> they caught those motherfuckers good i guess mm-hmm. i mean we knew they were coming in alive just put it that way that's the truth um all right let's see what else is going on oh that dude that his name looked like fuck that bitch mm-hmm. he admits that his his name is a prank after his facebook prank went viral <laughs> ain't that messed up though i feel like it's messed up i do too all those people that you know supported him yeah right? and then, 
you know it's, it's like hey man people had different um names and their asian names and stuff and right. he was trying to get like vietnamese um you know giving names and surnames out there to the world to stop stereotyping and then uh he of course turns out to be lying yep um so yep good for you buddy i guess he said his post the first of which dates back to january had made a fool of the media and brought out the best in people who reached out to me the user who says he's australian had even posted a picture of his passport to prove that he was not lying with hundreds of people leaving supportive comments and more than forty-five thousand people now following his public post facebook needs to understand that it is utterly impossible to legitimize a place where they will always be pranksters and tricksters he said yeah, you're an ass right he's trying to act like he proved a point like you're, i'm no, just trying to help society no, out you ass and it's sad but all you did was facebook was like bitch we was right you have right. no business go up there no way and what's fucked up you do have people with weird names like that that they block right just it's just whack right um so there's this porn actor james dean who a lot of i think mostly white women but i don't know what the sisters are feeling out Ain't there the actor named james dean yeah but his name is spelled d-e-e-n oh okay duh. okay uh and not dean like the dean of school right school right boy. and then of course you know he's a porn star a lot of porn stars have actors have names after famous people that's nothing my bad so he's a porn star named james dean um you know uh and he's been accused twice now in the last like i don't know 48 to 72 hours of uh assault oh mm-hmm who he beating up huh who he beating up well uh, i'm getting to that uh <laughs> uh stoya was one of them um uh, she's a porn actress i believe mm-hmm. um uh and he's he's he, well no she was his ex-girlfriend and she accused him of rape on twitter oh ouch on twitter she tweeted that thing where you log on into the internet for a second and see people idolizing the guy who raped you as a feminist that thing sucks james dean held me down and fucked me while i said no stop use my safe word i just can't nod and smile well when people bring him up anymore and joanna angel who's also a porn star responded to her you have my support at story i'm here for you uh, and then at the time he hadn't responded to the claims uh you know at the time and then uh he actually had a um blog that well it was a column and it was kind of, the way it was done was that this woman would call him talk to him on the phone and then transcribe his answers into a column right and it was like him giving advice on love and stuff from a guy's perspective and okay sex and stuff and um it was on a feminist website so she decided to stop dealing with him altogether can you blame her no i mean even if it just being an accusation it's very hard to be like fuck this woman she can't prove it the end of i'm gonna keep dealing with this person you know if especially if you're a person that you know believes when women do accuse people that more than likely it is true and especially in light of the fact that he had nothing to say right away come on now that was just like a kind of like you're stuck in limbo and i know she had the pressure mounting and to be honest it's a business it's not the court of law it's still Mm -hmm. a business like i said as a product creator that's typically how i look at shit it was just very unpopular to have him 
do that shit mm-hmm. you know it's not like they were friends and buddies it was kind of mm-hmm. like all right so now i'm gonna have this piece right well you make every it- month where people gonna be fucking like how you call yourself a feminist and you just support this guy no questions asked right you don't make that much money off of this bullshit right and all she was doing was tagging a link to his website at the end of the article so it wasn't even like she was making a lot of money off of it it seems right well now a second actor accused him of sexual assault sunday night oh tori lux who describes herself as a former adult performer and said the actor james dean ruthlessly attacked and degraded me on the set of a film in 2011 a porn set right uh yeah um, okay the accusation it was just like another film she was just filming <laughs> right i wanted to be she sure. just showed up the accusation follows a claim by stoya an actor who used to date dean who said that he she was sick of seeing people idolize a guy who raped her raped her as a feminist dean heartedly denies stoya's charges calling him false and defamatory and wrote i respect women and i know and respect limits both professionally and privately one of few porn's few ma- mainstream stars especially among male actors dean has been profiled in outlets ranging from gq to buzzfeed and he co-starred with Lindsay lohan in the 2013 movie the canyons uh his spokesperson didn't immediately respond to an inquiry about lux's claim that he hit her in the face and sexually assaulted her uh, i know this might sound stupid but i have a question about dean is he does he performs too or is he yeah he's a porn star like he has sex he, okay so he's not like the cameraman or behind the scene director nothing like that i think he direct he does all that stuff for himself as, okay you know. okay because that's what i thought i was like what well, i thought he okay that makes sense uh my name is tori lux i'm a former adult performer in june 2011 while shooting a major at a major porn studio i was assaulted by james dean while james wasn't performing with me that day he was present on set almost immediately after i finished my scene james began to antagonize me i hadn't even had time to dress myself when he asked with a smirk on his face tori lux would you like to sniff my testicles nope i responded i replied in a neutral tone i'll repeat myself tori lux would you like to sniff my testicles he asked more aggressively this time i replied with a firm no in order to establish my boundary which james then disregarded by grabbing me by my throat and shoving me down onto the mat onto a mattress on the floor uh he then straddled my chest pinning me down my arms with his knees and raised my hand above my head swinging it down and hitting me in the face and head with an open palm he did this five or six times hard and finally got off of me i stood up disoriented my jaw store sore and before i could collect myself he grabbed me by my hair shoved me to my knees forced my face to his crotch several times before shoving me to the floor i was completely stunned having no idea how to react i felt pressure to maintain a professional demeanor this being a major porn set with other people present and failing to intervene a few people who i've shared this story with over the years have asked me why i didn't call the police as soon as it happened or publicly speak up about it as soon thereafter the reason for that is because historically people including the police tend to operate from the assumption that sex workers have put themselves in harm's way right and therefore can't be assaulted which is incorrect as being involved in sex work does not equate being harmed despite porn being legal a legal form of sex work and this occurring in a controlled environment such as a porn set that mindset is still inherent in much of society and in turn sex workers are silenced and our, our negative experiences are swept under the rug and simply trying to protect ourselves the judging of others or worse a variety of problems ranging from further physical attacks to professional problems such as slander and blacklisting to put it simply i was afraid right uh we are forced to smile and pretend we're we're always in control and in love with our jobs when in reality there's a multitude of experiences one can have on any given day good bad or neutral just like every other job it's not black or white like people like to assume 
uh my goal in writing this is not to paint the industry as a whole as oppressive or dangerous but to shed some light on one fucked up personal experience of mine which james dean ruthlessly attacked and degraded me leaving me with mental wounds that took years to heal hope to encourage you to read it open your mind to the bigger picture regarding stigma and safety within the sex industry being silenced is what keeps sex workers in danger and the stigma is what keeps sex workers silent when they're attacked it's a vicious cycle uh, and I hope we can work together towards humanizing one another and preventing instances like this from continuing to happen. Now, for his part, he denies it. Uh, he tweeted out, there have been some egregious claims made against me on social media. I want to assure my friends, fans, and colleagues that these allegations are both false and defamatory. I respect women. And I know and respect limits both professionally and privately. I don't believe you. You don't believe them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. I just know the eyes are two different women accusing you Come of that on. shit. I, 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 I don't believe uh, you. Like, what is one? And it's like, you don't have, like, it's no other behavior and shit. Like, it's kind of he said, she said, and you just don't fucking know who to believe in that shit. I get mm-hmm. that. No one wants to say a man is guilty when they're just because for being accused because everybody's like life is the court of law and we've been so conditioned in that i get the uncomfortableness there but too dog like mm-hmm. who's and, there, and there's other women and they're not saying anything yeah who knows what else, who else is gonna come for right mm-hmm. i think other women are gonna come for that's why i say i do not believe you sir yeah mm-hmm. this, that's not especially a good in that industry like somebody saying that you picked the perfect victim because you pick somebody that that, that that has sex for a living so people automatically discredit everything they say and he's promoting himself as like like i said this is why i don't ever want to be the guy for shit like you you like people that want to be the guy typically seem to be fucked up you know what i mean all the people that are sitting around like yeah i want to be considered the go-to person on this topic it's like that person is almost always like fucking up somewhere else in the background they are and somebody said that they fired him from his set studio oh they did wow yeah plus that's the other thing it's a business his appeal was being the like the nice porn guy as as odd as that may sound to people but that was his thing so right and whoever the people is they're like hey dog they come to watch the women they don't come to uh see their bodies mangled up and and actually for porn especially straight porn don't nobody give a fuck about the men we are not there to see the men we are there to see the women so you're just you fucking it up it's fucking it up for you and in especially straight porn women make all the money men are just extras in the scene right so yeah he's uh done on these streets then because uh i don't know how he's gonna get back into the industry um i wouldn't hire him yeah i don't know how you get back in the industry acting like that's all good you know what i mean so um all right let's uh let's do some baller alert i don't feel like black people have been fucked with enough yeah about to get a hundred yeah yeah no no reason to do that all right so here we go hey yo i'm looking for a five-star kids like i got it 
he grabs my waist and tells me he's happy i'm here we leave this room and talks to me in this hallway and he was basically asking what i was down to do and i asked him what he meant by that i automatically knew he wanted to smash off the bat but i was beating around the bush he <laughs> he instead just told me to come inside and chill with everyone so i was in this like little multicolored dress and his friend looked at me and he said the dumbest shit like damn snow bunny got a fat ass i know there's gold at the end of that rainbow ah fatty just looked at him like chill and ended up asking him to leave he was whispering to me most of the time telling me i look good and whatnot fast forward everyone leaves so now it's me and fatty he slapped my ass and he pulled up my dress i knew what time it was i ended up pulling my dress all the way up and getting on top of him i slid my hand down his fendi boxers and pulled his dick out i'm jacking him off and he's moaning so i'm not so i know he's loving it by the way why didn't she say cock hmm is this a white woman for real i I know right i started sucking him off and that drove him crazy he had his hand on my head pulling my hair and was moaning he said choke on it and i was trying my best to swallow it but come on his dick had to be at least nine inches i can't fit that in my throat (laughs) anyway (laughs) after i asked him if he wanted his face road he said he what he said wait pretty much but instead flipped me on my stomach and was fucking me like crazy from the back he grabbed my hair with one hand and slapped my ass with the other it felt so damn good but hurt too he lasted a good 20 minutes but i came before him so i didn't care i let him keep going until he got his nut after that i took a shower he opened the door and got in with me he lifted my leg on the little soap thing and ate my pussy and he's a shit talker too he was like shit feels good huh you about to come huh just being aggressive and nasty and he was right i did end up coming again he took the soap and washed my body with it i love having his hands on me after that he ordered us some room service and he flew me back to portsmouth virginia the next day i definitely enjoyed fatty's company the chat room i mean the uh comments say sugar bear says eh shrugs shy breezy 91 says don't feel special girl i'm quite sure you're not the only white girl he fucked and i didn't hear nothing about a condom being used ew <laughs> that fly philly diva said no condom again i can't with this because people are acting like hiv is not still out here along with the clap also if you are going to be an up-and-coming model aka escort at least get paid purse first ass last <laughs> and hating ass terrell jones as of seven hours ago says i've been a fan of fatty wap ever since he threatened to shoot his baby mama for playing games with him i also like the fact he didn't use a condom because if these hoes ain't learned from magic easy e or charlie sheen by now they deserve that slow death package <laughs> me personally if i was fed and wop i would have made her lick my dead eye oh <laughs> 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 
Got a job in Dallas, Texas, if you move it to the seat. If you ain't a five-star, sort of go ahead and face the face. You can fake new and shorter, that'll make the base. It ain't a five-star, it ain't a five-star, it ain't a five-star, it ain't a five-star. I'm a five-star bitch, cause I ain't that other bitch. She be struggling for hers from the womb, I been rich. I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina see the fruit man. These hoes doing soldiers of obsession. The cars get declined, now they suffering of depression. While they spending meals, selling all kinds of deals. I'm a five star bitch eating five star meals. My whole lifestyle like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see my bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram. Logging on the e trade. All right, let's play some uh, guess the race. Mm-hmm. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going on across podcast land. We read and play news articles from all around the globe, and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right. Ooh, this is a doozy. This is a terrible story. <laughs> a preacher is accused of beating, robbing, and raping escorts at area hotels. Oh! A preacher. Mm-hmm. In Maryland see if we can play this for everybody now abc 7 news at 6 30 on your side a preacher is in jail tonight charged with robbing beating and raping call girls he hired on multiple occasions police say the late night attacks took place at hotels in montgomery county and abc 7's montgomery county reporter kevin lewis is live in rockville with the story you will only see on seven kevin Hi there, Kelly. Three escorts attacked in a short period of time, one at this Radisson Hotel. Police were growing quite concerned, but then a big break. They tracked a cell phone number via pawn records to a man who takes his time preaching the good word. This is Gabe Amagbo, a man accused of trying to kill escorts in Rockville. Police say Amagbo would troll Backpage.com, where he'd broker prostitution deals. Attacks one and two at this Best Western Plus. Here, Amagbo allegedly raped and robbed two call girls he'd met online. Attack three at this Radisson Hotel near Shady Grove Hospital. Investigators say Amagbo seen here preaching the gospel at the Celestial Church of Christ in Riverdale had consensual sex with an escort behind this hotel door. But then, the self-proclaimed man of God allegedly snapped, pulling out a kitchen knife and telling the escort, quote, you are going to die today. Amagbo went on to beat the woman's face, cut her arms, legs, and hands, and steal her iPad, cell phone, and $300 in cash. But before fleeing, the preacher handed the woman a cup of cold water to drink. Amagbo, who's 33, was living in this Hyattsville apartment with his parents. Oh, I'm scared. This girl lives two floors down. Like, almost every Saturday, all the girls are running around here, and we let them go outside by themselves. He could have done anything to them. Or any of us, or me. That's terrible. And just when things were unsettling enough, court records show Amagbo went away from the pulpit worked as a security guard. 
No word on his alleged motive here. If convicted, he could spend the rest of his life in prison. We're live in Rockville. I'm Kevin Lewis, ABC 7 News. Wait, alleged motive for a rapist? <laughs> Do we need, is that a thing we're doing now? I hope not. Anyway, guess the race, uh, chat room, see what they say. Um, Celestial Church of God, obviously black. A preacher named Slickback, African booty scratcher. F-A-M-O-G, fake ass man of God, black. He was into adult women, therefore black, not white. Robbed her too, tar and feathers, black. Heard the hoes drank at Starbucks and needed to wash that semen away with water, black. Uh, Nigerian, everybody got this one right, black. Yo, that dude, he was a pastor, like, self-proclaimed, like, is anyone that hates church? Oh, oh self-proclaimed, that means he didn't have a license, that's what yeah, that what means. Yeah, what is that, okay, is that what that means? Right, right, okay. which means you didn't go through, like, they have, like, a certain kind of, I won't say ceremony, but certain things that you have to go through and certain studying you have mm. to do and shit like that. He was like, fuck it, I'm a preach. Okay, all right. A middle school teacher has been disciplined but not fired for his unapologetic remarks about his students breast okay anon broodram boodram a seventh and eighth grade english teacher oh seven and eighth grade wow ms 206 in the bronx told a student in class your boobs are staring at me according to a disciplinary decision with the state oh he told another one those things are bothering me and a third your friends are staring at me friends and we know those big giant seventh and eighth grade titties that you just can't avoid staring at as a teacher and you have to let them know you know how you know how that's totally appropriate to do right. as a teacher some some shit that, that they're just now learning how to deal with it yeah and i mean my fucking yeah. came overnight it's not an awkward time in a woman's yeah, life I, at all i go from a girl's life flat chested to titties and i don't even know how to handle it right and I, i'm willing to bet probably didn't even matter what kind of how big their titties were what they had on mm-hmm. probably just sit up there like hey awkward person going through an awkward transition in your time right. i know you got look those at them hormones titties. going on bitch but look at them titties hearing officer donald kinsella slap the 13 year old veteran teacher with a seventy five hundred dollar fine and 10 hours of sensitivity and anti-sex harassment trainer after a nine-day administrative trial not fired which means not fired karen it remains to be seen if the teacher learned his lesson do you understand that referring to a female student's breast as things or friends is inappropriate Bood Ram was asked in a hearing uh his reply was no i did not understand that then and i really do not know if it is i mean the way i see it is not but i could be wrong why yeah, is, who knows right why does he still have his job see this is why i'm glad i don't have children because see somebody like me and just my personality i'll be so fucking dogmatic to be sure that he is fucking fired no you will not do this to any other children he made eighty five thousand hundred and ten dollars last year he also posted on facebook last week that the trial was inherently biased against the teacher that seems like it should be a violation of some type you make that much money you don't have the fucking common sense not to, to know the basic answer to that question it matters not how fabulous the defense you mount you never get off scot-free he wrote Kinsella also found that Budram 58 inappropriately rubbed the girl's back hugged the girl chest to chest and pulled on another's ears causing the student pain but he still has his that's what i'm not this sounds like what an, another seventh grader would do to a girl to awkwardly try to get up on her and that would still be wrong right you know what i mean but this sounds like he was pulling her bra strap he uh 
put some gum in her hair you know what i mean it sounds like that kind of immature shit but he's a fucking teacher he's supposed to be in charge right Boodrum, a native oh i won't tell you where he's from but there you go who served six years in the united states military before uh attending uh city college of new york admitted during the trial he made the comments and expressed regret he said um students were not adhering to the school's dress code and he was trying to get them to cover up that's not the proper way to do it though Oh, he's a native of Guyana. Guyana, I don't know what that is. When one girl wore an open sweater over her shirt, he stared at her breast and closed her sweater with a paper clip. You touched my fucking child? He just wanted to touch them titties so bad. Right! Boudreaux had received all satisfactory ratings. How? Principal David Nearing was once quoted as praising him. He does an excellent job establishing relationships and bonding with kids. He knows, they know that he cares about them. He knows he cares mm. about them titties. Right. He's been doing this bullshit for years. But several girls testified that despite helping them academically, he made them feel uncomfortable. Right. The Department of Education removed them from the classroom in February 2014 when the complaint service. After the ruling, uh, he, uh, he will be assigned to the absent teacher reserve, a pool of substitutes moved from school to school. So it's almost like when they reassign priests at mm-hmm. Catholic, uh, churches where. Right. You can't do it full time. We'll float you around. So then when, you harass a child we just want nobody to be able to recognize you because we don't push you on to another school let's look at the guesses in the chat room see what i mean white man into little girls horchata drinker Aww. uh he said boobs instead of titties white students remind him of his jeep black <laughs> oh shit <laughs> what oh they let that motherfucker perform at the soul train awards goddamn r kelly for real yeah and people was arguing with me this morning or arguing mm. of, of defending him talking about he a black man he persecuted i was like and his victims were black too what about them right black girls ain't black too they not possibly peeing on people you think it's a coincidence that daniel host car r kelly picked the same pool of victims think about it because they know society don't give a fuck about brown women right um just like a season sorry am i right guys uh student reminded him of his jeep black he was on that jared diet white the privilege is strong with this one white used to seeing women in burkas arab saved by the bell south asian without persuasion oatmeal white arab uh black best friends with jared white guyana equals black karen i'm gonna have to let you decide because you know i can never this is a kind of close to call what would you say anon's race is that's even hard right there Mm mm-hmm Ooh i got to decide okay put it back up all right this is uh, a lot of people depending on you <laughs> i know mm-hmm. oh i like your old granddad i'm gonna go i'm gonna go light-skinned black man wow that is i did not see that coming a light-skinned black man so if you guess black <laughs> and some of you missed it i really expected you to go indian or some type but uh of course indian people do not have uh the same type of uh al sharpton to go to who they supposed to go to deepak chopra think about it uh all right um bonus round (laughs) double the points and the race 
double the points in the race that's right bonus round against the race so far everybody's all over the place but we are gonna go into the bonus round where you get double the points double the racism right now yep see if you guys are nervous uh family is shocked after son stabs parents over fast food sad situation don't nobody expect this type of thing to happen to their family a holiday family gathering turned tragic for a west bank family good evening and happy thanksgiving i'm karen swenson ton and natalie are off tonight a man is behind bars tonight after he allegedly stabbed his father to death and wounded his mother Paul Murphy has more on the bizarre reason that led to the rampage. This day of Thanksgiving turned into a day of horror for the family that lives in this home in the 800 block of Bellmead Boulevard on the west bank of Jefferson Parish. According to the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, 32-year-old Ronald Pritchett stabbed his father, 58-year-old Percival Pritchett, last night around 7.30. JPSO spokesman Colonel John Fortunato says Pritchett turned violent after an argument over fast food. He became so enraged over the fact that they didn't get any food for him that he went upstairs, kicked open the door to his parents' room, at which time then he began stabbing them both multiple times. The elder Pritchett later died at a local hospital. His mother's stab wounds are mostly superficial. A shocking situation. The oldest son, Percival Pritchett Jr., says his father was a beautiful person. When somebody takes your daddy's life um, completely short from what it was supposed to be, then you're not prepared for that. You know, he's not prepared for that because that's not how it was supposed to end. Deputies say Ronald Pritchett stole his parents' SUV and drove it to his home near Hattiesburg, Mississippi after the stabbing. That's where he was arrested early this morning. Our homicide investigators contacted the authorities in Purvis, asked them to do a disposition check at his residence. When they got to the residence, they discovered that the Chevrolet Suburban was, in fact, in the driveway there. And at some point in time, he was taken into custody. Ronald Pritchett has waived an extradition hearing and was expected to be returned to Jefferson Parish as early as this afternoon. At the JPSO headquarters on the West Bank, Paul Murphy, Eyewitness News. Now, the JPSO is expected to pick up Pritchett on Monday, and he's expected to be booked with second-degree murder, attempted second-degree murder, and auto theft. All right, guys. Time to guess the race of Ronald Pritchett. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. White. Mother's wounds are superficial. Somebody snapped white. Oh, shit. Percival is an old black sharecropping name, says Dion. <laughs> They were fighting over the big piece of chicken black. The Popeyes organization will drive a nigga to murder, says HC. <laughs> black. If somebody gave that nigger some vegetables sometimes, this would not have happened. They said 800 block equal black. The correct answer is black. Mm-hmm. And some of you missed it. Damn. Oh, some fast food. Right. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. They stole that car and drove his ass home. Burger King is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Yes, so. 
Uh, and apparently we like to have rose tattoos between our eyebrows. That's right. He was not the kind of, he didn't look like the kind of guy you wanted to not pass the Bojangles to. Right. Uh, all right, man. Last segment. That one sounded even crazy. I don't know what was. right past that chicken <laughs> youth armed with sword and machete threatened female shop worker female a teenager carrying a machete is seen threatening a female shop worker while his accomplice armed with a sword steals cash cigarettes and alcohol a teenager carrying a machete is oh wait i just said that the pair said to be a 16 and 18 had their faces covered and wore goggles when they entered the office off license in church road mitcham south london the first suspect wearing a backpack containing a sword walks behind the counter while the second raises the machete and then appears to act as a lookout he is then joining his accomplice behind the counter and lifting items from the shelves the teen carrying the backpack was wearing a black jacket black shoes and black goggles the other teen wielding a machete is described as being a thin build around five to six five foot six inches tall he wore a black hat black jacket black shoes and red goggles both wore gloves during the incident shortly after the 11 p.m on november 13th police have footage in a bid to identify the teenagers man when you're working and those motherfuckers come in you know you get robbed oh shit you got to fucking register right sort of not it's like just take it man i don't want no problems mm-hmm all right guys we'll talk to you tomorrow until then um i love you i love you too